Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Today I have two of the leading ladies in my life. <laughs> LTP and Riley Reed. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Hi. Good. Good. I just want to say I'm gonna to attempt to sort of like front load the podcast with clean content. And then maybe by the end of it, we can be explicit. Do you know who you have on this podcast? I'm aware. But just try to like... You Don't know, eat the microphone this time. If you have... <laughs> oh my God. That's over. We need to either step it up to the next level or we need to not. All right. Okay. It's going in my butt today. Okay. But, but when you say butt, you're saying but as in B-U-T, not yes. B-U-T-T. Um, uh, but maybe if we do talk about anything explicit in the beginning of the podcast, we could try to like code it. Yeah, he's basically trying to protect this podcast from getting demonetized because apparently the first 10 minutes matters on YouTube is the theory. So I think. In so theory. I just won't talk. So just, <laughs> yeah, just let's, let's, if we could even just blur Riley out right now. <laughs> She's only wearing highlighter pink. Well, but it's a whole new Riley. You guys have both like been through pretty significant changes in your lives over the past year. You, because of the fact that I put a baby inside you, but you are Fuck also you going that. through changes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would have preferred F you, but yeah, that's okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm messing up. Okay, points off for me. It wasn't you first. Um, Maybe, maybe I'll just uh, start with... Lena, just so we can eliminate some of the elephant in the room. That I am now a MILF, officially. You're officially a MILF. How's, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations on creating a child. I'm trying to be impartial as an interviewer. I'm as just if gonna you ask, didn't have any part in this. As an interviewer, I'm just going to be like, so, like, what's her name? <laughs> her name is Parker Ann Nersessian Grand Mason. Pang. She is three months old. She is attached to me literally because I have to feed her from my body. Mm. Um, and she's a perfect baby. And I feel like every parent probably says that about their kid. But right. she is actually perfect. Wow. That's amazing. Would you agree? You call her a terrorist all the time. so uh, She's a terrorist <laughs> in the sense that she likes to terrorize you and I by, you know, just randomly sort of erupting in screams and, and cries. Like this morning I was telling some sort of joke. <laughs> I can't remember what the joke was, but... You were saying something, and then you you went louder on the word, duh, and then she started crying because it was so loud that you scared her. I know. I was, like, telling her a joke. And I then, was like, entertain her while I make breakfast, and he freaking makes her cry by accident. I was telling her a joke, and the joke ended with, like, ba-boom or something. Her face immediately just goes into... And she like almost never does that. So I was like, what the hell did you do? I felt yeah. terrible. It's such a crappy feeling realizing that as a dad that you can like have a negative impact on, on their state of mind totally by accident. doesn't make any sense, but you have to, you know, coddle that instinct, I guess. No, you're evil and you definitely just wanted to make her cry. How, talk about me as a dad though. Maybe <laughs> Riley, Riley can uh, jump mean, in on that a little bit more. I as a dad. Whew. I mean, I can't experience, I don't know how you are as a dad, but I used to love to make my little sister cry. It was pretty fun. Okay, but you, but you <laughs> were a little different. kid. Yeah. That's, I was yeah. like 
14, 15. No, yeah. but that, that that is a good point, though, because my sister is three years younger than me, and she will occasionally bring up the memories of me, like, farting on her head, like, holding her down and farting in her face when yeah. she was a kid, which... Which you should do to your daughter as well. No, I think that as a <laughs> Not dad... Not for a very long time. <laughs> no, as a dad, I think there's a big fat line between we can get what? with... As a sibling... My dad totally farted on me. Really? Yeah. If I see his 40-year-old ass sitting on her 3-year-old ass, <laughs> I would be like, you better move right now. I just feel I like... I feel like the fun stopper a lot of the time. <laughs> because can... I'm going to foresee the tears that you're going to make erupt before they happen. Like, mm. you play with a kid and it's... It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt and I'm going to see that 10 steps ahead. So I'm going to try to stop you and then you're going to be like, you're being such a mom right now. Mm. And then 10 seconds later, she's going to cry. But I see it with my nephews because it'll be like late in the day and I'll be playing with them like too rough, like swinging them around the living room and stuff. And then like they start crying their eyes out and then they're like, there's all these circumstances that I'm not aware of. of like, oh, it's 6 p.m. So they're going to bed soon. So they're very irritable and... You know, like they're, like they're in a state where they're going to get mad at you. But as you say that, though, I mean, I just I feel like, you know, and that's the kind of messed up thing is that I feel like I, my mind has been so shaped by seeing people get canceled and people like just going through all the stuff that even something as simple as farting in my daughter's face. I just immediately am like, no, no, I'm not if doing there, it. If that was on the internet, I'd be canceled. It's too much. If Twitter found out about the farting in the face, no, it's over. So, but, but maybe, maybe I do need to rethink that. Maybe there are, maybe farting in your kid's face is normal. I don't know. No, I think that's I mean, like a great, fun parenting thing of like just having fun with your kids and like farting and like playfully being like, I don't know, like those are some of my like best memories, memories yeah, with, with my dad. And like as an adult, I still think farting and poop is funny. Mm. It is like, still funny. My dad used to dip his fingers in water and then be like, "Hachu!" And like all this water <laughs> used to land on my face. I'd be so grossed out. I'd fall for it every time. But that is the most your dad thing ever to just have this sort of like slapstick, like <laughs> immature style of comedy. Or he would like, like pretend to rip my homework all the time after I finished doing it. But like he would be blowing on it and make a sound like it ripped. He's he's such. He already wants to play these pranks on Parker, and she's only three months old. And I'm like, you need to cut it out. She doesn't understand. I know. That, that's what I worry about. I feel like the danger too is that you're gonna teach her to prank you guys back oh mm. i'm not good at being pranked no no i think i'd be like i'd, I'd cry or like be scared too much there's so then you're the perfect candidate to prank. i know I but am. there's such a, a temptation in these modern times that we live in to become a prank couple everybody wants to be a prank couple we're you know? too old you see these instagram accounts of like you know like I, I go over and i like dump a pot of boiling water on your head while oh you're pretending God. to sleep <laughs> I like put, like poured water out of a water water bottle on you once. You were so mad. I've never seen you so mad at me in your life. Yeah. I don't think we could do it. No, you were right, so yeah. angry at me. Like never been that angry at me. What ever. was the context of why you? You would always spray me with water. So one time I was throwing away a water bottle and there was like half an inch of water left, and I poured it on you, and you were like. You were so fucking stupid. Why would you do that? You got so mad. And I was like, nope, don't prank Adam. Doesn't work. He's He can only do it, but he can't take it. For the record, this was about five years ago. It was. I don't know where I was at in You're my really day. You were really high, standing in the kitchen, ready to go to bed. And it was not the move. I just think, like, for me, there are certain things that I just don't ever want to deal with that I have to get really tough about. And it's like, like with you, you used to grab my nipples joking around. I do not like that. Yeah. Do yes, not, not like that. I do not. Not like that. Like I know there's, there's guys who like having their nipples caressed and touched and licked and everything. I'm not. I'm not them. 
Oh, I know. And I, I think it all goes back to me being a child, though, and like getting picked on, and people give you the old twi- titty twister. Oh, yeah. I know there's a male talent who's like very self conscious about his nipples because in school, people would like, when it was like he had no shirt on, they would like comment on how small his nipples are. So now he's like a grown man, 40 years old, kind of insecure about his nipples. Really? Yeah. I feel like dude nipples are always small, right? Like, no, some are big. Do you have a homie who has giant nipples? I don't think me. so. I can think of someone who has some pretty big nips. Men. I, I think the Pauls have pretty big nips. The Pauls have big nips? <laughs> Googling when I leave here? Yeah. Jake Paul's <laughs> nipples. Throw that in Google. <laughs> <laughs> Things I did not think we were talking about on this podcast. And this is us trying to keep it clean, yeah. How long ago could we start? What, what are the rules about nipple talk? I mean, the Pauls, we're probably going to get demonetized anyways, right? For talking about them? No. I don't think so. I mean, we did say terrorism a lot, but we were talking about the baby. Oh. So it feels like calling a baby a terrorist. How's that do on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> what about what about the baby calling JoJo Siwa a bitch? What was that tweet about her him being two inches shorter than him? That was James Charles's response to oh, it. And okay. for the record, this is all fake news media cat because all he said. Well, actually, it's just people on Twitter getting getting their freaking boobs in a bunch because they are seeing the baby. And he said something like, "Use a bitch." Jojo Siwa, mm. as she's a woman. Yeah, so, cats out of the bag in hip hop. Sometimes people use the word bitch to mean woman. Yeah, more. it's not like an actual term of offense. Like someone might say, like, yeah, that, that's my bitch, and that's a good thing. Yeah, that's how you used to introduce me to people all the time. It's like you have to re like like to non rap listeners. It's like they're so thirsty to get offended that you have to like reintroduce them to the whole concept of rap music in order for them to like. I feel like it's just weird because she's like in a totally different world and space than him. He could have used like another example of a woman we were that wasn't a, a child. Surprised. We're all a little surprised <laughs> to find out that the baby knows who Jojo Siwa Also, kids. she's 17. I don't even know who this is. You this don't know who Jojo. Jojo is? No. I'm surprised you weren't asked to star in a Jojo Siwa themed uh, adult film or something. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> thank God that doesn't thank exist. Thank God that doesn't exist. She's, she's like a, a she, I mean, she got started when she was super young, maybe 13, 14, whatever, but she was like a YouTuber. She makes wacky kid friendly videos yeah. and stuff she's very high energy very the kids good love on her camera. like i yeah. think the, the kardashians have like surprised their kids with her that's how like popular right. she is she's 17 but she like ad's uh 12 year old daughter he was like dude two three years ago she was obsessed like that was all she cared about in this world like she's basically one of the biggest little kid youtubers but not that little because she's and adam knows way too much about her at this point uh, <laughs> i don't know that much about her but i do know that uh i saw her driving around doing a video with somebody who i now forget that was like my introduction to her yeah actually i saw that video too i watched some youtuber drive around with her talking i want to go back to you as a dad we didn't get to answer that. <laughs> and Riley, we will get you to you. Don't worry. I'm just going to allow Lena a little bit more free time to to assault my character here. The last time I was on the podcast was literally hours before I found out I was pregnant. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. Damn. It was February 12th of 2020. I came on the podcast to talk about the reality show I did. Wake up the next morning, take a pregnancy test, and I'm pregnant. And then the day after that is Valentine's Day, and I get to tell Adam that he's going to be a dad. And it was I can't believe you held on to that for two days. I held on for one day. Thank God. If I had found out any later, any earlier, I would have not been able to hold it from you. I had to just keep talking to Tony the cat about it so that I could like talk about it to somebody. Right. I loved that YouTube video that you guys did. It was pretty sweet. It was so cute. You guys are cute. 
every time Riley sees my baby, she cries, by the way. Literally, I can't, like, you cries. can't even send me a photo of this woman. I cry. So let's let's interrupt the review of me as a dad. Put a pin in that. Let's talk about... <laughs> he just wants to avoid it at all costs. Riley, I don't know if you know this, but as a woman, in many ways, you were put on earth to reproduce. You've been fighting against that for all these years. Yeah. No. You can put your wiener inside me, but you cannot impregnate me. Yeah, I don't do... There's got to be a part of you that wants to... Yeah, can we talk about C-R-E-M-P... Is that what you're trying to get to? Yeah. Creme pies? No. Uh, But there's got to be a part of you that wants I know how to spell it. True or false? Yeah, true. Like, I definitely go back and forth with it because of, like... I think about like grand scheme of things. So it's like if you can provide your child with minimal suffering, then bring your child into life. If you can't guarantee that your child is going to have less suffering, then like don't have a child. Right. So like I think about things like that as well as like I have a lot of mental illness that runs in my family. So I have like a few family members who are like schizophrenic and stuff like that. So like really? I think about that where I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to have a kid because I could be schizophrenic and that's kind of a really harsh decision or whatever really so yeah. those are the main concerns that you're having like you, you but is there a- i can't i want to promise a life of quality right. so if my kid is going to have schizophrenia then like maybe it's not but isn't that pretty unlikely you don't have it right i don't but like like there's like three people in my family who i did it. read a book about a family with 12 children and six of the boys in the family all had it and they use them as a case study for yeah. studying schizophrenia but well, that doesn't a, mean that you're gonna no it i get it but like there's it. times because it's like my one of my uncles didn't develop it until he was like 28 or whatever and like when i was at that age of like 26 27 i was like oh my god like one day i might turn schizophrenic right. like i don't fucking know like so it, that kind of is a, like a little fear factor but okay me. this is the thing is that how bad would a disease have to be or how bad would like something that you could potentially have how bad would it have to be in order for you to not want to pass it on to your kid like if you schizophrenia is a pretty gnarly fucking mental illness but what are the odds that you're going to pass it on to your kid because if it's a if it's a one percent chance then i mean whatever if it's an 85 percent chance okay i i I see your point yeah or like you know and how much is it going to affect their lives because like you know if i got you know, food poisoning three times as much as the average person. I'm still going to reproduce the same, right? Because it's probably, you know, yeah, getting like, food poisoning is not I that big know, a deal. I don't know food poisoning and schizophrenia are comparable. I just think everyone like, has a chance of having a mental illness, whether or not they're predisposed to it. Um, obviously, having a predisposition puts you at a higher percentage chance, but, I mean, there's just... And like, to me, it's course. like, isn't part of the joy of life getting to pass on your mental illness to your child? Like, <laughs> I mean, don't please. get me wrong. I think I'm no. fucking amazing. <laughs> but even if you don't give it to them through your genes, you're going to give it to them through the fact that they have to deal nurture. with your fucked up personality for their entire life. And yeah. then they're going to give them some kind You'll of... You'll give it to the, through them through nurture. Through yeah. nurture, right. Yeah, exactly. Because that's like also a part of it where it's like you can have the disease carried in you, but some people will ignite it with like doing like psychedelics or mm. consuming drugs or things like that or you experience like a traumatic experience and then that instigates your fucking mental illness right because like yeah he had a normal life he like my uncle had a normal life had a family and kids and then one day it just changed and like 
Then he was like the guy where he would like he thought that like everyone was like a part of the government and like he mm. would like my dad even told me a story when he was like 12 years old and my uncle was like I know that you're with them like I know oh and like God. and like my my dad was like a kid and he was like I don't understand what's going on and like you know my uncle was like times where he would like not take his medication he's like walking down the street with like guns in his like pot like his goat his coat and stuff and like he was like taken away by the police like so many times so it's like it like negatively affected his life because he lost control of being able to enjoy a life because he assumed every person even his family was like working for the government had some conspiracy against him like you know so it's like the fact that like and and i witnessed him as an adult like i got to see him like just not have like the most quality of life so like Mm. that's where like i take those things into consideration because i also have like seen these people and then heard the stories from my family and stuff like that so that's where i have like a hard time but like minus the mental illness and like if I could do like the genetic DNA thing and like take schizophrenia out of my kid and promise them a, a beautiful life. Like I would love like four kids. I've seen you with your four dogs. I think you'd be a pretty good mom because oh. they're handfuls. Yeah. Kid is basically the same as a dog. <laughs> she has four and they're big and look how small she is. You put them in the backyard. <laughs> you throw them a T-bone steak. You leave them alone for a few days. No, those dogs don't get T-bone steaks. Oh. They get gourmet burritos. That's what you, f- you feed them Postmates? I have a personal chef who cooks for her dogs. for my dogs. Just the dog and or me. you and the dog? Me and the dog. Do they ever switch up the meals by accident? I mean, sometimes their food looks better than mine. Really? It's beautiful. It's, it's very nicely plated. It's decadent. Well, it's they don't gorgeous. have to worry about their calories. <laughs> I don't know that you worry about that, but no, I mean, I you know, like when I think about like what I would eat if I was a dog, yeah, it sounds way better than what I would eat. Oh, I, yeah. I just ate a, a, a slice of turkey meatloaf with some friggin' asparagus. Was it good? Because I have that meal later, too. Yeah, it was all right. We're on a meal plan together, both at the same <laughs> meal, but sometimes I'll eat his first. I'm like, was it good? How was it? <laughs> Everything is just like pretty, it's good, but it's not like, you know, if I was eating for pleasure, I would probably eat something different. Yeah. Is there any part of you, though, that thinks that your career choice in any way would, would that affect you wanting to reproduce? Mm-hmm. That's definitely something I've, like, thought about a bunch where, like, you know, for example, I've done a lot of porn. Like, you've only done porn with, like, your man or whatever. Mm. So, like, people can't say this statement to you guys, but it's, like, I worry, like, someone's going to be, like, how do you know that was your real dad? I've seen your mom getting gangbanged. Oh, we get that a lot, too, yeah. Like oh, she's not even gangbanged. I know, but no, we get but that a lot. It doesn't regardless. matter. That's the thing. Is like, your kid's going to come out black. There's no way that kid's going to be Adam's and then come out and she looks exactly like him. But, you know. Phew. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, it, it almost doesn't matter that I haven't done porn with anyone else. If, if my kid came out looking like John Redcorn, I'm going to be pissed. I don't know who that is. Oh, God. You've, been, you've watched too much King of the Hill with me to say that, but okay. She's not who that is either. <laughs> this highbrow humor. Like, who do I do it for? Who do I learn? so much about this late 90s TV show for for those guys right there that we can't see on camera there's people watching this who are like John Redcorn Adam is learned Um, because we've we've thought about that a bunch but you know it's like ultimately like I, I find myself thinking that most people's concerns are not really concerns that I have at all. Like, I just don't really like, you know, I, I picture like how I might begin to explain to my kid sooner or later, like, yeah, you know, mommy, uh, what, like how does mommy make a living? Oh, people pay mommy to take photos. That's what, that's what you're going to tell her. Mommy's so pretty that the people pay her to take photos. Then one <laughs> day, gonna fly for a long no, time. Then one day she realizes like, Oh, like, like, is there something more to this? Oh, okay. 
Daddy too. Daddy looks so good that sometimes people are willing to pay him. You know, it's like it's a slow like initiation process of explaining it to him. But in the I end, don't like was that a, explanation. I just feel like you got to normalize it. Like yes, like oh, you know, 100%. mommy and daddy do normal mommy and daddy stuff, and the, apparently we look so good doing it that there's people who want to pay him for it. Yeah, I definitely think there's something to say for like having being a sex worker and having a parent as a sex worker, mm. and I definitely feel like it will help shape that child to be a more already they're like getting destigmatized about porn and like sex work and everything like that so i feel like they're already going to be a more open child more open-minded child i've used you as an example when people bring it up where i'm like my kid is gonna there's never gonna be a moment where they're like there's like shocked to find out that their mom had had sex on camera because they this kid is gonna think that riley reed is just you know aunt riley yeah. that they like a lot oh she brings you toys and stuff and it turns <laughs> yeah. out that she does that too who it's cares it's just like a normal job i know all these yeah. people who have this job i just have a problem with being like mommy's so pretty that they that they pay her to take photos <laughs> i want her to be like mom do you think that i could do that too oh, God, do you yeah. think i'm so pretty that because I, I want her to think that there's more because you know the first right you're right that's the most first job example that she's gonna see mm from her mom but you they're know? gonna get to see all the other sides of your like because that's what a lot of people miss out on who hate on the OnlyFans thing or whatever where it's like with you guys in particular you guys both treat your OnlyFans grind as if it was like you know a high production thing that it's not like you know there are a million girls who are making like uh, you know a thousand bucks a month off OnlyFans and they just film crappy content in their bed at home I think you guys both are a little early on realizing that, oh, if I make really high quality content, then I can make this way more appealing to people. And also, like, you know, there's just a million things that go along with being an OnlyFans girl that people just don't see and don't realize how time consuming it is and shit. Yeah, the shortest part is actually filming the sex. Yeah. The long part is all the planning, the creative direction, booking locations, making sure the girls show up. Mm. <laughs> and then everyone's and COVID then, tested. Yeah. Like there's so much outside of it for sure. But to go back to like your you're telling your kids about it, like I think about like when my parents told because I have younger siblings. Mm -hmm. And so like at first it it was that kind of thing like I take pretty photos because I had like an Amazon wish list and my stuff would get sent to my house. And my little sister was like, I want an Amazon wish list for people to buy me stuff too, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it was like, we never like told her, like, well, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And so my parents waited until they went into middle school to tell them because they realized that at that age, they're going to find out from somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I felt like that was really smart because when they're so young, they're not even going to understand what you're even talking about. And once it comes to like that middle school age, when they're already like, you know, experimenting and looking at things online or whatever, like, I feel like that seems like to me, that was the smartest decision that my mom did with like waiting until an appropriate age to really sit down and explain like this is what your sister does blah blah and at the same time like going back to like I already have a relationship with Parker so it's like she's already going to view me as Ashley. An acceptable yeah. normal person yes. that she loves. Yes and which is like with my little sisters like and my little brother like they loved me because of who I am as an individual so when this information was presented to them it wasn't like this crazy hard thing for them to understand because they're like oh we we love her and like we still support her because like we love her. You, mm -hmm. They know you. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. And it, but it's like, and it, I, I do think that there's like even more of a conversation that would be useful for people like in the sex worker world to have about exactly how to have that conversation with a kid because it's like two things have to be true at once, which is one, 
you need to like tell them about it in waves because when they're really young, they're not going to be ready to hear the whole kit and caboodle. It's way mm -hmm. too much, you know, like the same way that you don't tell a kid everything about sex on day one that no. you start telling them about <laughs> yeah. it. But then also you just want them to think it's normal. Like you want, or like, you know, they don't want the idea of being that kind of person to be like, you know, this mythical, like dirty thing. Because if you were to have asked me, when I was, I'm trying to think of when I first started to really see porn. Maybe it was like 10 or something that we like had a stack of dirty magazines in the woods. If you had asked me what I thought of the women doing that or whatever, it's like I couldn't, I, I probably wouldn't have even been able to comprehend the idea that these were real people mm -hmm. and that I might one day know one of them. I mean, I'm in New Hampshire. So it's like, that's just so foreign to me. And that, that really is the problem, I think. When you see a ton of anonymous comments just basically attacking uh, sex workers who have kids, it's like, to them, it is so foreign that they can't even wrap their head around the fact that these are just normal people and that it's a norm, relatively normal, the oldest, in a, in a sense, way of earning a living that you can imagine. Yeah. yeah, I just heard this like traumatizing story from like there's this old classic porn star Veronica Hart and then she like worked on productions and like kind of was like the production mom and she told me this story of like where her son he didn't tell her this until he was like in his late 20s that when he was a kid and he went to his friend's house his friend's parents showed him his mom's videos What? and he didn't tell her until he was in his late 20s and it's like those are the things that i think of because it actually happened to someone that i know who does porn and it's like who the fuck are those parents they belong in prison like a hundred percent but those people exist mm. and so it's like it's hard to say like you can control kid, what you do with your kid but you can't control and that's also what where, other people do with your kid that's yeah. where i have a hard time because it's like yeah i can create something but the environment around them is like yeah you, your little girl parker might want to go to so-and-so's house and then like she's so never leaving parents. the house she's never going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> nope but that's the weird thing is that you have to like raise your kid in an environment that is like welcoming and understanding and loving but then also prepare them to leave the nest and go out into the world and deal with terrible people yes. who are gonna like basically like what cause, parents intentions? cause you to question everything that your parents have been teaching you along the way and it's like you can do as much as you want you can put your kids in private school you can be really careful about the people that they go and spend time around but it's like over time you're gonna just have to give up more and more control yeah, exactly and and you can create a relationship with your kid where you are very open but who knows if they're gonna experience things that they just feel so uncomfortable discussing with you like this example mm. I can't believe that kid waited so long to tell her oh yeah, that's scary. The idea that's that such a weird conversation. The idea yeah. that your kid could keep a secret from you that is like a significant thing and for a oh, long period of time. He must have been traumatized time, by it. That's pretty crazy. He maybe even repressed it for a period of time. Who knows? Wow. Well, that's, now you scared me a little bit. Yeah, that's Lena, you think, I mean, Is it too late? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I mean, I'm not quitting my job. <laughs> I'm not worried about it at all, but I do think those are, those are good points. But, uh, okay, Riley, I did want to ask you, I wanted to ask you this. How has your um, perception of what you're doing with your career, how has it changed over the past couple of years? Because for a long time, you were like, you know, the, the, the hottest girl in the industry who was doing different stuff for all these different companies and stuff. Then OnlyFans starts blowing up. Now I see you doing tons of content for your own site, your own OnlyFans, which you're already doing that like kind of before you even got on OnlyFans uh, in terms of directing your own content and, and being more on the production end. But it occurs to me now that 
probably those same companies that used to pay you to do crazy things on camera that you don't have much use for them anymore. Let's talk about it. Any, you're right. Any more, I not so much. But I do think that any girl who's starting off mm. should do mainstream porn because I wouldn't be Riley Reed if I didn't shoot for all of these hundreds of companies because they helped brand me by like showing me to their fan base and mm. their viewers or whatever. Because it's like the same people who are on Bang Bros maybe aren't the same people who are on Twisties. So it's like I was able to get like the girl girl demographic, the boy girl demographic, the fetish demographic. But you were know? you thinking of it that way? way back no, in the day no, no you were just, I was just shooting that was the only way to yeah. do this job back then 100 yeah. percent. it was the only way to do it as well as like that's what i enjoyed doing i like mm. i enjoyed my job i had fun i like the op the ability to like go to different sets because there's different crews and different experiences and different people so it was always like i got to see like you know my friends that i hadn't seen in maybe in a couple months or something like that shooting with different companies so i always really enjoyed the like family aspect of like shooting with a bunch of companies but now I definitely feel grateful where I am in control so it's like I don't have to shoot with people I don't want to shoot with I don't have to do a scripted scene that I don't want to do or whatever like mm. now I have a, a lot more you know say on what I do and don't want to do with my body it's like even now like I'm actually not doing boy girl porn I right. haven't shot any boy girl porn set for over a year actually right. and so like that was like a personal choice that I made for myself because I was like okay I've been having sex for like 10. It was actually also COVID helped me because. This was one of your last boy girl scenes, by the way. Yeah. I was thinking that. I'm like, damn. I'm that was like exactly like a year ago because yeah. I was pregnant when we did that. You were my last anal scene. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, can we get, get a, an applause down below in the comments? Applause for anal. Adam's anal. Thank you very much. Anal 22. That's amazing. Adam has talked about the dirty details of that scene on this podcast way too many times. And that was the first time that Lena told me, hey, if you're gonna be doing content with you know me and like you know a girl like Riley, you probably she probably didn't want you saying every last grimy thing that happened in terms of the bloopers behind the scenes and whatnot. And I was like, wow, that's a really good point. I'm not gonna do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this, I don't I don't know if you even caught wind right. of it. I I didn't hear about it, but I also don't care because right. I'm okay. like I was like just not sure because I feel like some girls will some, care. Oh, you're some girls will care. Yeah. I mm. think I'm just one of the most chill girls who don't kind of care about I mean, any you've of that stuff. Probably heard and done and seen so oh, much that it's like yeah. how is it gonna bother but you? I Res yeah. I respect the mystery of it because I can say that, you know, doing anal from a porn perspective has really like the idea of just like meeting a girl at the bar and doing anal with her, that would never make sense <laughs> in my head again. The idea of just doing it without prep. Honestly, I feel like I don't know. not prepping is the best. Whenever I don't prep, I don't have any like it's not dirty or really? anything. Cause yeah. I just, I just had the some... prepping is what fucked us up last yeah, time. Yeah, I think it did. Honestly, <laughs> I just it did. Say I over prepped. I did too. I was <laughs> that nervous. That was the problem. I was like, I love Lena. I want it to be yeah. perfect. It was the over prepping. Yeah. I'm not. See, I'm holding back right now. We could have this conversation off camera, and I could go into a lot more depth about the different types of poop. So you stopped doing boy girl because of COVID. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Like, COVID happened. So I stopped. Sh everyone stopped shooting, and that was the first time in basically my entire life because I was having a bunch of sex when I was a teenager and then I started doing porn and then like I've been doing it for 10 years and then COVID happened and that was the first time that I wasn't like not that I was forced or anything but it was like the first time that I had the option to not have sex with guys or uh, that it even like perceived as an idea to me or whatever because before it was just my job it's what I do whatever right. and so like I stopped shooting altogether and then I was like thinking about myself and like where I was sexually and like 
at that point, like, actually wasn't, like, orgasming when I was having sex. I, I actually was having a hard time even just orgasming, like, by myself, like, masturbating and but stuff. But at this time, you didn't have, like, a guy that you were consistently hooking up with? Well, I, I had, like, some guys I hooked up with, but they weren't guys that, like... And that was where I had an issue. It was, like, I wasn't sleeping with people who valued me as an individual. Mm. And that's when I was, like... When COVID happened, it helped me like have a little bit of self perspective and be like, okay, like I've been shooting porn and yeah, I make a lot of money doing boy girl, but like I'm not taking care of like my emotional self and like I'm not like having sex with boys who actually like cherish me and make me feel loved and everything like that. So I was like, okay, like I'm not gonna do boy girl and I'm not gonna sleep with a guy until I actually feel loved again. Mm. And so like, it was really nice for me and it was like a beautiful experience for me to be able to like take control over my body and be like, okay, like this is who I want to share myself with. And like, and yeah, that's interesting. Do, do yeah. all the girls make you feel cherished? Cause when I do girl scene, <laughs> girl scenes, I feel like they're like very loving. Oh yeah. Girls are always really good at that. There's something different about having sex with a guy than a girl, but also at the same time when I'm having sex with a girl, I don't feel that same kind of intimacy either so it's like like i i don't like i wish i could have a girlfriend but i don't think i'm the type of girl who could have a girlfriend like mm. i love something about a man or whatever and so like there's just like i wanted to feel just like like a princess and love <laughs> but and there there are like male adult stars who i've heard reviews from girls that they're remarkable at their job yeah do, you, do you get there like do you do you feel i was at a point where mm. I was like, I love fucking these guys. Cause like, like I said, there was a point in my career where I'd fucking fuck on camera and like I was climaxing, but like then there just came a point to where it's like, I didn't have a lover in my life. Like I was like single. Cause the last podcast I did with you, 2016 or 4.5 million views. One of our <laughs> biggest of all time. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. You had but a boyfriend like, back then. Yeah. I had a boyfriend and he was actually like my last boyfriend. We broke up shortly after that interview. And, um, and then I've been single until recently. This, so I was single for like almost what, four years or something mm. like that. So like, I didn't have like a proper man in my life who really, cause at that time I was also like, I'm gonna go do my slut self. And I've like, just fucked a bunch of guys like, which was also fun, but I wasn't climaxing or anything like mm. that. And I was like, okay, like I need to find somebody or something that like actually makes me feel valued. Interesting. Do you yeah. look back at the time period where you were hooking up with like Lil Pump and Lil Xan as kind of being like a lost period in your life? Somewhat, yes. <laughs> let's I think let's so. talk about it. Where, yeah. where was Riley at during that era? We were all a little I lost. I was just in my thoughty phase because mm. I had just broken up with my man and like I was just like, I'm going to fuck all these YouTubers and like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, I was just like experience, like experiencing with myself and like having fun. But like, in that it like showed me how little those fucking people cared about me mm. as like an individual and like as a person and everything like that and you know like little pump was really nice to me and everything like that and i'm not like trying to like say anything in regards to that but he, he didn't make me feel like loved or cared for or cherished you know and like i don't think he's maybe even capable of that in his time of his life because he's also so young mm. and he wants to like fuck a bunch of girls and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you were going to get that from him if no, that's what you were looking yeah. for. No, and I, that wasn't what I was yeah. looking for. At that time. At that yeah, time. Yeah. Like, at that time, I was just, like, fucking having fun, and I was like, oh, whatever, he's, like, a cute boy and whatever. Like, See, but that's the weird thing, and I think that Lana deals with this to a certain extent, too, is that on one hand, 
the porn fans, they kind of just want a hoe, like a girl who's just full on, I'm a slut, I'm loving life, rah, 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 look at me, I just sucked all these dicks. But then at the same time, like you're an actual person and as you get older, I feel like it becomes harder and harder to ignore the fact that you are an actual person and that you have actual, like a, a personality that goes outside of just wanting to be a hoe on camera. But then mean to, in the meantime, like, you know, like you got to throw on your Spider-Man costume and go be Riley Reed sometimes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I have somewhat of a persona slash reputation of mm. Riley Reed to uphold, but I feel very lucky too, where it's like the type of porn that I shoot, I feel like is very much me. So like my fans, at least for me, I don't speak for every, I think I'm like a 1% in like porn or whatever, but I feel like my fans actually do like me as an individual. Like I have so many of them who are like, I love this type of content of you just like dancing in your living room or whatever. Right. And like, so I feel very lucky that people do humanize me already. And I think it's just cause I accidentally humanized myself in my porn by like smiling and being happy. Mm. And That's true. Cause I mean, like, I feel like Lena has very much kind of, uh, gotten that to a certain extent where you know there was a point where she was maybe a little depressed about like damn like i'm famous and i have all this money but it's from this one specific thing that has nothing to do with who i am as a person like yes i like having sex but that's just not the entirety of me as a person now she has her whole like mom page and she she makes videos with her kid and people appreciate it and like you post stuff on tiktok with the baby and it gets millions of views and i say that with you too where like you know you're dancing around in the fucking avocado costume <laughs> yeah very funny that's Thank gotta you. that's gotta feel good that like you know people like appreciate you as something beyond just what you i've got had girls for. in the industry reach out to me and be like i wish i had another page where i could just like be myself because that's why i made my second page i was like i don't want to look hot all the time i just want to look like a regular ass person yeah. who puts on a cute outfit and goes you know to the store and this is just what i look like but yeah, yeah. It, it feel it feels much more liberating yeah i mean honestly like my instagram recently getting deleted like helped me kind of like get that idea where I was like, I'm just gonna fucking be myself. And like, and I'm kind of a funny person. So it's like, I'm not gonna be so like hot girl. Cause like before all my Instagrams, I was always trying to be like hot Instagram girl. And I was like, you know what? Like whatever, hot Instagram girl gets deleted all the yeah. time. So <laughs> it doesn't work so I'm well. I'm just gonna be myself and be funny and like be kind of cute. But like, I'm kind of done trying to be like the hot girl or whatever. Right, cause that's like, a very hard standard to keep up where like it's by, exhausting by definition when you go in to do porn they put more makeup on you than anybody has ever put on you in your life and they dress you in clothes that you would never wear in your whole life mm -hmm. and it just it, it creates this idea of you like remember when they it used to go viral all the time those articles of like 20 porn stars without their makeup oh yeah I was one of them I believe it my yeah. face is one of those and I remember sharing that with people and saying like look at this girl that we met in the club one time for two minutes she, she looks <laughs> yeah. different without makeup makeup on this is crazy it's totally normal it's like obviously yeah. we were yeah. so young and naive that we like didn't know what girls looked like we saw kylie jenner yet. at the gas station we all know <laughs> we saw photos of kylie jenner yes. getting into an suv after going to the gas station i think that's what i meant to say but who knows what she got there <laughs> um so now that you have a boyfriend and you're feeling potentially satisfied in your personal sex life you know the question i'm gonna ask am are, i gonna come back are you gonna do boy girl again um, I don't think so. Really? Um, for at, now, least, at least or... as long as this relationship is a thing? Yeah. For as long as this relationship is a thing, I don't think I'm going to do it. And I... is that what you want? Or is yeah, this something... Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But, and that's also where I'm really glad that I made all these choices 
ahead of time where like I was already not doing boy girl for almost a year before I met him mm. so it's like it was always my choice so it's like you know to an extent I did choose it for like the future guy but I also was like I don't want to like have sex with random strangers or like random porn boys who don't value me whether I'm just like shooting a video to make money because I was like I've made the money. I've made the fame. You should have made her feel more loved in that anal scene, Adam. <laughs> this is your fault. I should have just not said anything about the. <laughs> no, poop is funny. I don't oh, care yeah. about it at all. Like, <laughs> it's a poop fest. Um, no, totally. But I mean, when you really think about it, it's pretty remarkable because, okay, you have somebody like me and Khalifa who does a very small amount of adult content and now is still ongoingly popular, has a whole identity on social media, goes viral all the time. And she got famous off porn, but now her whole brand has nothing really to do with that. I mean, she has yeah. OnlyFans. I don't know how hard she goes on she that. She doesn't do anything not safe for but, work But either. Lana Rhodes comes yeah. out, hot girl, does a, a relatively small amount of that stuff. And now she's like just a hot Instagram girl. And she's famous from doing all this stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Right? But you like dipping your toe into doing the YouTube stuff, I think, was what kind of also made you realize like, oh, like I don't have to just be the girl doing a game. They bag. still like me. Oh, yeah, yeah you know? that definitely helped me a lot. I mean, even, like, the podcast we did, like, fucking million years ago, right. and it being, like, one of your most viewed ones was also very helpful to me because I was like, wow, people actually care about what I have to say and stuff. And, like, mm. even when I did, like, my Logan Paul podcast, I've had girls, like, come up to me at, like, the clout houses or whatever who are, like, like they're like, honestly, I judged you at first, and we, we me and my friends watched the podcast to kind of, like, make fun of you, and, like, we were like, wow, she's actually such a nice person and so great. And, and like, they apologized to me for judging me. I didn't even know that they judged me. <laughs> I forget that that's a thing. I'm like, oh, I forget that people are, like, because I think I'm, I'm just such a normal, regular person with a regular personality yeah. and I have this really crazy job to other people and they're thinking like she must be such a bitch or she must be such a like yeah just 100%. a terrible human and then when you have people tell you that, like oh wow I forgot that people think like that but it's easy to forget that like we sit around and might have a conversation about like Jesus Christ you see what's happening with Kanye and Kim and rah 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 there are people who do that about you oh yeah there's 100%. people with like and, and the weird thing about it too is that like we got stuff going on so it feels like the standard for who we're going to talk about is kind of high. But there's a lot of people with nothing going on. So they, if they know who you are, they might just be, you know, yapping about you a couple hours per day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, scary. my boyfriend now is getting all kinds of crazy DMs from, like, crazy fans or whatever. Really? Oh, thought they yeah. were married to you in another G-chat somewhere talking to you on Google <laughs> Hangouts. Literally, one guy <laughs> sent my boyfriend screenshots and was like, like, is this her? I've been talking to her. Da, the da, 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 saddest da. thing you ever see is the worst. I feel so bad for them. Oh, yeah. And then there's the crazy guy. Like, there was one crazy guy who was like, she's my fiance. I'm going to come and kill you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bitch, we are not married. I'm not engaged to anyone. Yeah, wow. like some people are insane. Whoever is pretending to be me is like, sorry, I was breastfeeding, couldn't talk, and then I'll be posting to my story, and then it's like conflicting with their timeline of what they're talking about to this person, oh and be like, God. I thought you were at the mall, or I thought you were doing this, and I'm like, they're responding to my stories, thinking that I've been talking to them this whole time. That's crazy hearing you talk about that because that was me. I got got when I was 19, man. Oh. This oh, girl was talking you? to me on MySpace for months. <laughs> girl <laughs> yeah she sent me shit in the mail she sent me some books with did like you have cute money what were they doing with you i didn't have any money and they did not get any money out of me they didn't even try Why were you a target they must have just been lonely 
I don't know, honestly. But they had me talking to him for a few months, and like, wow. we talked on the phone. It was really crazy when I think about it. And then, like, right when they were supposed to come visit, they just made up this crazy story, and that's when I actually thought, like, oh, I'm gonna figure out that, like, if this is real or not. So I took the pictures that she had sent me, posted them on this message board, asking people for advice, and then a couple of people hit me up with like, uh, that restaurant she's in. That's in Washington D.C. I thought you said she's in London. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> wow. they're like, if she's if she lives in London, why why are there multiple photos of her wearing American Eagle? I'm like, that makes sense. They're like, what what about that outlet on the wall? I'm like, all right, so the London thing's a lie. I'm like, uh, yeah, I figured it out pretty soon after. I felt kind of dumb. Oh no, yeah. telling your deep dark secrets at night. I don't mind. It was, it was it was a good learning experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it happens to so many people. Like, There's a lot of people who just aren't nearly as savvy as you know you would assume people are. You know, I feel bad because I feel like they're always really old when I see that when they finally do email me and I could see their little thumbnail from their Gmail. I'm like, oh god, they're so old. They have no idea how the internet works, oh. and that's yeah. why they got caught. And also, I feel so bad. I feel like there's also something to say for like the people who kind of know that because I had one fan who reached out to me so like this guy he like emailed me and was like kind of saying he was being catfished or whatever or he thought it was me and I was like just a very short email where no it's not me like don't waste your money and sent because I was like I'm not gonna yeah, waste I respond much time. to those all the time like and, nope wasn't me yeah and so then this guy I told him it wasn't me and he still chose to believe it was me because he wanted it to be me and then like I opened up my snapchat one day for like a documentary and I was like okay like you guys can call me and I'm gonna answer it and talk to it and so like I'm talking to like he ends up calling me and he was like yeah I've sent this person like a hundred thousand dollars blah 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 I was like it's not me and he goes oh I guess I can cut my hair now because that's how much control like they can they can manipulate the person wow. and that's how much power like they don't have just power over your finances and this and that they wanted to be able to control him even cutting his hair wow and i was like to me that was an insane like the the amount of power that they try to take over these people we need a netflix documentary on the people who are pretending to be us because i want to know what kind of people they are how how do they fucking do this all the time oh there are documentaries there's like villages in like different yeah. parts of the world and that's like Ugh. their whole belief system is to like take from the man and like it's like their whole thing. I don't uh, want to get into de detail. What's I it don't called? Know. The blank boys. I forget what it's called, but there's like a whole world where this is what they do is like the, the, the scorned lover type scam where they just convince, you know, usually it's people pretending to be a random Person. woman yeah and and like, not a famous not a famous woman, which yeah. it seems like they it should would be, pick someone else's photos. It'd be a lot easier yeah. to debunk if you were pretending to be a random woman and not a famous woman, but at the same time, then if you're pretending to be Riley Reed, it's a little bit more exciting for them, I guess. Oh, I'm sure. But then again, like probably a lot of people getting scammed don't know that you're a famous porn star. They probably just they just accidentally yeah, they just come pictures, across right? you. Yeah. yeah, they might think I'm just a cute girl or yeah. whatever. Like, what a weird world we live in. I know it's so bizarre. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, yeah, I just I, I think it's really interesting that you kind of decided that it would be a good time to back away from your sort of traditional adult career at around the same time that COVID hit and every non-porn star girl on earth decided that they wanted to be an OnlyFans girl. Um, I guess the question is kind of for both of you guys. Let's talk about uh, what it's been like seeing the market blow up and who's got flooded. I honestly kind of love it. I love that these women are taking charge. I love even just like 
the growth of like some of the girls like there's one girl that I know Kristen Hancher like she was like a TikTok girl mm-hmm. and she started right. off her got OnlyFans deleted on TikTok got deleted on TikTok thing. for promoting her OnlyFans shout out to her oh yeah um, but <laughs> not like, wise she, fuck TikTok for that she um she started off doing more safer work. I don't even think she was like posting titty photos. And then like she had a gradual progression. And like I unlocked one of her videos. It was like her first like dildo sucking video. And I loved this video because she was just so authentic and she was real. She was even like laughing at herself while she was doing it. And for me to like see the progression of how comfortable she became with her body and her sexuality and to see how now she is doing hardcore porn on her OnlyFans to me I think is so beautiful and liberating because she started off as like just like a clothed you know sexy model and she was like oh like I feel confident in my body and I feel sexy and I want to post more and I don't care about the like structure of society I'm just gonna fucking do it and like to me I think it's been really amazing that women have this opportunity in their own home to like feel liberated to like share their bodies and share themselves I like how it's just like every not not, I'm not saying every single person has OnlyFans but the more people have OnlyFans, the less stigmatizing having mm. an OnlyFans is. Yes. And I like that there's now this platform that's like very trustworthy because I feel like in the past I would hear from the audience like, is this weird? Is this like a scam site? What's it going to say on my when card? When it was on private snap, that was just sort of like de- destined to invite people getting scammed and doing yeah. scams yeah. because it was sort of like a shady way to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I really like it. Me too. It doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I like wish I could help more girls with their OnlyFans because I do feel bad seeing people think like, oh, I'm going to jump in and get really successful immediately. But it doesn't work that way. Like, it is a job. You do have to work at it. And it's called OnlyFans. So you should probably have, like, some fans. Yeah. Like, Kristen Hanser was successful. Obviously super popular. She was definitely killing it within her first day of making an OnlyFans. But But she already had a fan base. Exactly. So, like... I, I do feel for the people who are just like, oh my God, I'm going to make $1,000 my first day or my first month. And then. But it is funny because what, what would I tell a random girl who's asking me how she wanted to get her OnlyFans popping? If she doesn't know anyone, probably the best way to get your foot in the door would be to do traditional yes. porn. Yeah. Which 100%. is, I'm sure, if you're just kind of starting the OnlyFans, that's you not fans, what you're thinking. Though. But that's probably the easiest way for you to get famous with the type of people yeah. who will want to buy that I content. I mean, a right? friend of mine, Ryan Reed, she she was only doing like Snapchat OnlyFans. Yeah, she's like, my, she's like my little mini-me. Let's keep that going. She's yeah. your actual stepsister. She's my stepsister. <laughs> and she... I get to fuck her on Wednesday. Yeah, you do. Ew. <laughs> but uh, she's super cute. You love her. But anyway, so she like started off as like an OnlyFans Snapchat girl and then like she got booked a couple so she like does boy girl with her boyfriend. So she did a couple like POV boy girl scenes for Reality Kings and she was like after my Reality Kings scenes dropped, she's like, I got like over a thousand new subscribers. Mm. And so it's like there is something to say where it's like, okay, yeah, you take a, a pay cut because you're gonna get paid maybe what twelve hundred dollars max from this for from Reality Kings, but then you're getting all these subscribers. So it's like, yeah, they're a fan base. So I think it's sometimes it's hard for girls when it's like, why am I going to make a thousand dollars when I can make 10 on my OnlyFans? Well, mm. it's like, well, because then if you do this thousand dollar scene, you can make 20 on your OnlyFans. Yeah. It depends where you are. Like, I will probably never do a scene for a company. Yeah, but, but you. I don't have to because I did YouTube videos and whatever yeah. other stuff. But. 
Yeah, you had I, a fan base yeah. and everything. But, but I would tell a smaller girl to totally do something like yeah. that. Yeah, like you guys could potentially, which I think you guys did like a penthouse thing or bang bros or something. No, I did porn hub scene oh, for them. Hubs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So but I don't know like, if I would do it again. <laughs> it but, doesn't seem like sure... there's a reason. Yeah, when you could just do, if we could shoot high quality professional yes. adult content and just put it on OnlyFans. Which yeah, is, because you yeah. have a good fan base, yeah. you're making good money already. But it's like for those girls, like like Ryan Reed it, mm-hmm. it was really beneficial for her and so she even recently did like a girl girl with me for like deeper and I'm sure that also helped her OnlyFans yeah. because it's like you're getting a big fan base from these sites who've never heard of you like maybe they don't go on Twitter but they fucking go on I feel like Bang a lot Bros. of the fan bases or the, the people who are subscribed to those sites too are a little bit like older so they might not be They're probably, on Twitter where they can yeah. find you a easier. big part of them are not super hit people like you might be like there's a lot of like you know 50 year old guys and they got a blacked membership and they just that's that's what they're dealing with or maybe they go yeah. search around on port of a little bit but basically they got their site they're paying their 20 bucks a month for that site yeah. Yeah. and they're not going that much out there so in reality it's like yeah you might not be getting paid that much to do content for them but from my perspective it's like dude you should just definitely go do that if you want to blow up as OnlyFans girl just because like them putting you in front of their entire audience it's like yeah, the money they're going to pay you is irrelevant. You, you realistically you should be kind of happy to do it for yeah, free you're because doing it for they're branding. exposing you to so many people. 100%. Yeah. It's like a good marketing option. And and it's like if you have a you only have one scene on deeper, they're going to want to they're like, "Oh, I love this girl. Where can I find more of her?" Mm. Google and then your OnlyFans pops up, you right. know. So it's like I feel like it is a really smart professional business choice and and there are companies who do girl girl and solo so it's like if you aren't you know i'm not saying go do boy girl porn but right. it's like there are sites like twisties and yeah. babe who do like really high-end solo girl girl content where that's also an opportunity for you to grow your fan base you know did you see belle delphine's uh, adult content i haven't seen it i don't i, I saw her give head I got really upset. Like they actually booked me for something and then canceled me last minute, but still was trying to use my crew. And they were like, no, no, no. Like we're not doing that thing anymore. And then I fucking saw them. I fucking did the thing. And I was like, you were supposed to do a scene with her. Yeah, I was supposed to then- do a scene with her and another girl. And then like, they basically replaced me. And I was like, but they used your team. They were trying to, but uh, my team didn't work with them. I call, I fucking call. I'm, I'm a very like open, honest person. I called them and I was like, I know what you guys are fucking doing. It's really fucking shady. That's like, a bummer because you intru- like I was introduced to her because of you because you were a fan of her like a few years ago. Like you remember on Instagram, you're like, oh look at this girl, she's so adorable. And then you don't remember that? When was oh, you talking about Bella Delphine? Bella yeah. Delphine, yeah. I thought you were talking. We could talk about her too. Bella, I thought that's what you were I did not about. see Bella Thorne uh, sucking dick on the internet for the that's record. That's what I no. thought you were talking about. Okay, but Belle no, Delphine, you were. Like, I love Bella Delphine. No, yeah. Oh. I, was, okay. I was like, wait, this this sucks to hear because you were Sorry. such a huge fan I of her. I thought you were talking about the other Bella. That's <laughs> ah, okay. We'll just roll or with Bella, it. Bella, whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck. But okay, so Belle Delphine, let's start with that one though. That She's an example of somebody who already was like super famous on the internet. Yes. And then was able to just sort of take what that momentum that she had and she rolls out the OnlyFans and everybody loses their mind. Thoughts? And then how do you feel about like the reaction that you know people like Bella Thorne who you just accidentally brought up that they, they, there's been a lot of like rage at people like her who are like big names getting into OnlyFans and making a bunch of money? 
Thoughts. So, Bella Delphine, love her. I love her content. Same kind of thing where it's like the Kristen Hancher, like she was like a girl who was only posting more safe for work, naughty content. And then she started posting like her, her like nudes and like her having sex and like same, basically same concept. Like I think it's beautiful and amazing that she found a place that she felt comfortable to like share her body and showcase herself and like share that she's having sex. And I think it's amazing. Like, Mm. I love it. I think she's super hot. I'm subscribed to her. I, like, almost unlock all of her videos. Like, (laughs) I've, like, gotten her panties. She's, like, she's so cute. She's, like, I bought her panties. And then she sent me Polaroids of her, like, holding a photo up on on her laptop of me. So she, like, took, like, Polaroids. Yeah, I saw those. They're really cute. And so I'm, like, oh, my God. And so I, and I know she's a big fan of mine because she's, like, mentioned my name in a few interviews and stuff like that. So I'm always, like, Ugh. that's what I thought that you had beef with her. And I was, like, this is really no, weird. No, no, not, not Bella yeah. Delphine. Okay. I love her. But so Bella Thorne's team booked you for something and then didn't cast you and then tried to use your team. And yes. that's what you're upset about. Yeah. Okay. That clarified. upset me. Yeah. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. I was, like, what the fuck? Because I, I sent them my crew's contact and everything like that. And I was, like, this is who I want to use, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, and then my crew was like, oh, they're, they're, they're keeping me on. And I was like, excuse me, I was canceled. You should be canceled too. Bella Thorne, uh, when I listened to Big Head describe what it was like producing music for her too, that also made me think like, man, she sounds like she sucks. Um, but, you know, I don't know her, so who knows. But I don't know her either. Yeah, but okay, that whole dynamic though that exists where you have – you know, young, like, th- there's like a whole new wave of like smaller OnlyFans creators who basically get pissed off when somebody like Bell Thorne comes on, makes millions of dollars. Thoughts? I don't have a problem with celebrities joining. I do have a problem with celebrities lying about what their content mm. is. And, you know, someone, a smaller creator might be like, well, I put so much work into my content and I'm actually making the content that I tell my fans I'm making. And so, therefore, I should get subscribers. But obviously, it doesn't work that way because she has more eyeballs on her. She's more famous. So, she's going to get the subscribers and the attention. But she's not. She or I I believe she didn't put the content out that she said she was putting out. And obviously, that makes everybody look bad. Yeah. And that's that's upsetting to me because, like, from a sex worker standpoint and where we deal with so much stigma and everything Mm. like that. So, if you're going to claim to be a sex worker and you're not, then, like, that to me is just like fucked up because it's like we deal with so much negativity and everything like that so it's like don't make us look worse Mm. like and i feel like that's where i had an issue with her like claiming that she was doing something that she wasn't and then she's like lying to her fans and everything like that and didn't she say it was like something to do with like a study or whatever oh, from, yeah for a documentary for a doc- and then the yeah. documentary guy came out so and said like i don't know what the hell she's talking she about yeah and i'm like okay if you are doing it for a documentary let's say you are doing it for a study then you refund all of those people their money yeah because it's like you did your study you found out who unlocked what and now you refund them because you got your study you got the data you were looking for mm. so if she was really doing a study that was the logic that would go in my head. And, and we're really like asking, like the, like the conversation that we're having right now is so bare minimum. It would be like telling a rapper like, yo, when you put out your new album, if it has like 15 songs, make sure that they're actual songs and that it's not just like a recording seconds. of dead air. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's what a lot of these girls think is tight. And I had a girl who I'm not gonna name because I don't want anybody to go to her OnlyFans, but she told me, she's like, oh yeah. Uh, you should you should interview me. I'm like, why? She goes, because I made forty thousand, and I uh, just by uh, fooling my fans into thinking that I was banging so and so. 
I'm thinking like, do you retarded ass hoes really think that this is something to be proud of that you fucking d- manipulated and so duped your fans? Bad. I just don't understand that. Like these poor bastards are the only people on earth that are actually willing to give you money to look yeah. at you. And you're telling me that you're proud that you tricked them into giving you $40,000 is no fucking joke. That's a whole. But what's the point? They're going to unsubscribe the next month and then the next month. And then like, yeah. why would you do that? And, and, and it I just, mean, it's a bad business model. They're yeah. obviously yeah. stupid. When we have con- conversations about content, and like the one thing that I'm super proud of with Lena is that Lena like just absolutely cranks out like super high quality stuff. I see you doing it too, where you'd be renting Airbnbs with like amazing rooms and backdrops and stuff like that. Like to me, that all like elevates the overall like sex worker culture and like shows other girls that like, yo, you should do dope stuff like have work with interesting videos. people it's not that hard get like, somebody to shoot it have decent move the ring li- the ring light around you can still yeah. film it on your iphone but like you know go out of your way to like make your content better and better and you'll be rewarded for it so when i see people who are like hyped on having a big month money wise just because they lied and tricked a bunch of guys it's like yeah i mean I, you don't I, I, have yeah. to have a professional camera to become a popular girl on OnlyFans. i don't want people to think like they can't do it on their iphone because that's how i started mm. but i mean you should be like i, I mean know- that's like any product if any if starbucks is gonna lie about the coffee and it doesn't actually have caffeine in it it's right. like that's fucking yeah. shitty don't fucking lie about that i have a question about what like what do you think that girls are calling themselves now because when i first came out and i would just had a private snapchat like i had a hard time labeling myself and then people were like you're a porn star and i was like okay i guess i'll take it even though it feels weird because i have never shot for a porn company um and i got in this weird place where people thought like oh you don't want to call yourself a sex worker you're too good and i'm like no i'm not i just didn't want to take like you're a porn star you're riley reed so like when i say i'm a porn star am i taking from what riley reed is but then now there's like the Kristen hanchers all the people on tiktok who now have only fans like okay you can have an only fans and not post anything explicit so it doesn't mean you're a sex worker if you mm-hmm. have an only fans but if you are a Kristen hancher who is now doing stuff with a dildo what is she going to call herself? What should we think is, com- what should she call herself? You know, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, honestly, I feel like anyone who does porn is called a porn star because that's just like the term. Like there's not a but, secondary term. But then you always have people that be like, you're not a porn star unless you're famous for doing porn, which is like, yes, that makes sense. We totally get it. But what is the other, you could say an adult actress yeah, about I, I, someone who's not super famous for I mean, it, I you guess, know? yeah, maybe you call them an adult, adult actress. Because I guess, like, yeah, you would call there's an actor and then, like, right. a movie star. Yeah. Like, you don't call there's sex a- worker, which some people think just means prostitution. But yeah, yeah it's sex just like, worker is technically accurate, but I feel like it kind of undersells it because it kind of makes you sound like you're walking down the street being like, hey, what's up? Well, fuck you. <laughs> there isn't a good term. Like, it's almost like we need to invent the term without saying, like, only founds girl because like there's like soundcloud rapper because of the platform and then here mm. we have another youtuber only i mean because i was gonna say like riley has earned the right to call herself a porn star because she's like shot for all the big companies and stuff and to me that kind of shooting for big companies you know that is kind of like what that because the term porn star is an old term that like realistically is not as useful anymore to me i would say you calling yourself an OnlyFans girl is accurate, but you're right. That is I didn't kind even of, start on there. And it's know? kind of a silly name when you have so many girls, like a Ruby Rose, who is making a shitload of money on OnlyFans, but doesn't 
take her clothes yeah. off and like you know it's just she's an only fans girl too i guess right i know and then it's like i've told people i'm an adult actress and they're like as opposed to a child star i don't understand what <laughs> <you mean."> <laughs> <laughs> so, like some people don't even know what adult actress even means what it was so have? awkward when i was doing my postpartum <laughs> visit with my ob and he was like uh, so he was like ticking all the boxes and trying to be like, so you're, you have, you're monogamous. And I was like, no. And I was like, I am not monogamous. I have sex with women for work. And he was like, what do you do? And I was like, I'm, an, I'm an, in the adult business. And he's like, what do you mean adult business? And I'm like, do I yeah. really have to clarify yes. this to That's you? So this funny. is so weird. I'm yeah, an adult so... actress. Oh, so you're not a child actress. <laughs> That's such an amazing like oh, leap to take between those two. It's happened to me so many times. And then I'm just like, I'm a porn star. Like yeah. I do porn for a living. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird for me when I have to have that conversation because the doctor will always ask you if you're monogamous. And I'm like, I, uh, my girl and I sleep with other people together for, I don't even know how I've tried to explain it, but either way, it's like it's really confusing to them that I don't identify as like a porn star, but I'm willing to like that. Like this is something that we do, and we make money off it. But that's not like my job. That's just like a, a thing I do sometimes, and like that's just like I've I've seen multiple doctors just be like baffled by that idea. Say in the comments what you guys consider us. I'm curious what people are calling all all of the. The girls bag, on Twitter promoting their OnlyFans. Bad mom and uh, avocado soup. <laughs> That's what they'll probably say. I don't know. They can, I'm they so can... hungry that when you said avocado, I got really excited. You're you just visualized me as an avocado. I did. Why are you starving like... yourself? <laughs> because I have to feed your daughter. She doesn't let me do anything else. Mm, I hear it. But Lena, Lena, you've been really... Let's talk a little bit about what it is to get your body back after giving birth. Like that's it's been a big thing for you. I don't know uh, to what extent you want to talk about it, but how has it been? I was just telling Adam last night that I want to wait a long time between children because this getting your body back to go back to work thing, it's kind of fucking with me. Like in any other career, I would feel totally great about how I look. But in this career where people see every last inch of my body, it matters because my boobs have completely changed their shape. They look totally different. It's insane. Go look at before and afters on my Twitter. You will see what I mean. Your boobs just turn into a fucking U shape. Like, what is this? Filling um, with milk and then deflating with milk. I never really thought about it my whole life, but that really will do a number on your boobs. Huh? Oh, yeah. Wait till I stop breastfeeding and they're just fucking sacky sandbags. Like, what is this? Mm. Um, but, you know, that's like a thing where Talk to Pe Miami. What up? People are like, oh, but you look great. Code. You look great. It's like, yeah, I look great. But for like where, I, and you know, it's like an, an athlete needs to be ready for their performance. And like, I just feel like I need to be where I was before. Not just because like, I don't think my fans would like me less in a thicker body, but I, I personally don't feel as sexy yeah. with the way I look right now. And, you know, I, I have a, I had a C-section. And so there's just like a lot of things that I'm like, oh, you know. Do you hate when people are like, it took you nine months to have the baby. Give yourself nine months to like lose that. Yes, only because I didn't really gain weight until like the six month mark. So for me, I feel like it only took me three months, but <laughs> obviously it was nine months, the hormones and everything. And I still have all the, a bunch of different hormone imbalances in my body because I am breastfeeding, but uh, it's, it's weird. I'm like, okay, I have to be a mom and I have to be totally, you know, taking care of my baby. And then I have to go and get hot and turn on this other thing and yeah. and then my boobs are leaking and I'm like wait you're still a mom <laughs> yeah it's a big it's a big old challenge that you probably 
didn't really think about that much beforehand, huh? I mean, I didn't foresee having a C-section, which I feel like mm. the scar is something that I'm a little insecure about. Um, I didn't think my boobs would change this much this fast. And if I if I'd chosen not to breastfeed, it probably wouldn't have been so dramatic, but I've always wanted to breastfeed. So I'm not mad about that. I, I know I can like get my boobs done and stuff, but it's weird. Cause it's like, I like my job. I, I, I love being my own boss, but I do wish that it didn't matter how much my appearance has changed. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't cut my hair for almost eight years doing porn because I was like, I like kept the same hairstyle. Cause I was like, don't change what, like don't fix what's it works, not broken yeah. so i was like i feel you i didn't want to cut my hair for almost eight years because i was like my fans love me and i haven't i've always had the same look so like maybe i should just keep rocking it she has kind of a similar conflict about the hair as well yeah i did end up cutting it but now i'm trying to like grow it out again but <laughs> yeah it's i don't know you're like i like i also like the way i look it's not like i was like keeping my look just for my audience but mm. i don't know it was kind of crazy because, like, I feel like now OnlyFans content slash porn, whatever, it's like a collab fest because it's like now people have the power to, like, book themselves with whoever. And it's like, you know that if you go do a scene with so-and-so, you get all their fans looking at you. And if the gets... bitch tags you. Sometimes they don't tag. You get a bone to pick with some girls. Oh, some girls Who's don't not tag. not tagging? I don't want to say because I'm like friends yeah, with the girl. Don't cloud them up. But you've Friends. had that problem. That's interesting. Yeah. And to me, that's also really upsetting because it's like legally for like OnlyFans rules mm -hmm. is like you're supposed to tag them because that's proving that the person is 18. Right. If you don't tag them, then you need paperwork from that person consenting yeah. that they're on set. You need their IDs. You need everything proving that they are right. of age and like of mind and body and everything like that so it's like i'm like girl you didn't tag me i know you don't have fucking paperwork from me mm. like so like legally you're like breaking the law right and so it's like sometimes i don't even think that the people even recognize that and like that's also really upsetting i never check so i but like i guess it would tell you if you get tagged so i, but I don't know if people oh, have not I, tagged me oh i have no idea I, the only way that i know is because my my assistants have like where i've done collaborations and it's like we post on the same day and like the girl didn't tag me she sent mm. out a mass dm didn't tag me mm. and it's like to me the whole point of like collaboration collaborating is to also tag because it's like bitch i know you want me to tag you yeah. so that all my fans see you so it's like that's some evil shit to yeah. be like oh i'm gonna do something to you that i would blatantly not want you to do to me but i'm just gonna kind of act like i don't know how this works so like oh i'm a dumb little girl i don't know what the hell i'm I doing haven't noticed. i'm gonna start paying attention <laughs> oh yeah i haven't, I haven't noticed that yeah, is two, funny. two two girls that i'm like friends with like uh, Who can read lips? <gasps> read my lips. Oh, well, that's fucked up. I don't yeah. know what she said. I'll tell you a story afterwards, too. Oh, I bet you guys got all kinds of stories. I hear about them. We're going to see you two more times this week. We're going to go gossip. Yeah, let's fucking <laughs> talk, talk some Tea. shit. I, I don't want you to kill oh. yourself. No, but I mean, we could make a long list of the annoying things that happen when you're a sex worker, right? Like, for instance, girls just bailing on shoots. Lena has had to deal with this where she got <gasps> I her makeup done, booking book filmers. Two people that are never booking again. And I, won't, I love them. If I see them, I'll hug them and I'll have a great time dancing with them at some party, but nope, not wasting my day. Uh-uh. I feel that. I've had that It's a real well. job. You can't just call in sick the morning of an hour before for no fucking reason because you 
and just because <laughs> you want to hang out with your boyfriend. Yeah. Right. But it's the crazy thing about it is that people probably might think it's weird to treat it like it's a real job, but it's like no, like we have if you have to book a space, you paid get your makeup artist. Makeup yeah, done. No, I got a nanny now. I got to pay more. Uh uh-uh. uh. You better fucking show up. It's like, oh, a hundred percent. You know. It's it's, it's bad. A, yeah, it's like a waste of your time. Like, yeah. And it's also like just a fucking, it's like a big fuck you. I don't give a shit about I you. I don't, don't value you. I don't respect you. Do you not want to make money? Like, why would you not go to work? I don't know. I just, yeah. That, I, I think that's a lot of girls' problem. And I think that you guys are both examples of not letting that happen is that a huge percentage of girls get into doing porn. They experience a little bit of success. All of a sudden they got $20,000 in the bank. They're like, Fuck this shit. I ain't doing nothing ever again. <laughs> I'm rich. And it's like, no, you, if you are in your twenties, whatever, like you're in the prime of your life, get as much money as you can right now, because this shit is not going to be coming in like that when you're 45, Never mind when you're 35. So it's like, you, you know, I look at you guys and I think that's why I respect you the way you guys have handled your business yeah, a lot. As well as like you had like a real job before you got into porn. And like I was working on porn sets. So it was like, I learned how to be like, professionals Mm -hmm. like I was held accountable for showing up to set I was held accountable for doing all these things as you are with a regular job you were held accountable and it's like these young people who come in on OnlyFans and they're making money and they're their own boss they don't learn Mm. responsibility and they don't learn all the accountability that you have to know and it's like even some girls who are like famous and then they start doing OnlyFans or whatever, same kind of thing. It's like you have a lot of money and you are quick fame, but nobody taught you how to be a professional. Mm. Text back, come to work. Yeah. Bare minimum. It's like, yeah, it's simple stuff. Exactly. So they have no accountability and they're just, they can just get paid so quick on their OnlyFans by taking some selfies. Right. And it's like, no, you still need to have like a business model. Like yeah. there's so many people that I've recently done content trades with where I'm like, let them like, I show up as the model and I let them ha- handle the whole production. And I'm like, you guys are so disorganized. You don't, mm. you don't have any paperwork to like, sh- cause I still make girls do pay, even though I, it's like, I still tag them. Like I make people do paperwork because it's like, I've had girls that I've spent the whole day with shooting content and a couple days later she's like I don't think my boyfriend will like that and I'm like well bitch what? I have fucking paperwork saying yeah. that you agreed to this and I'll fucking post it so it's like you're not gonna waste my time and my day mm-hmm. thinking that you could just come out here and later on flip the switch that's insane oh yeah and that's a part of the problem like shooting with the kind of lower end only fans girls mm. because it's like they they're, they're not commi- as committed they're not as committed yeah. and like i said the whole professionalism they don't realize how it's affecting like it's like if i don't show up to set the sound guy's not getting paid the pa's not getting paid the director's not getting paid like n- no one's getting paid so i'm affecting like 10 people's livelihoods that sucks that really sucks when it's like that much of a domino effect like, yeah exactly i'm going to sound like a total old head but it really is a product of a lot of people just not knowing the value of a dollar and it's like, if you have worked Dad. for $10 an hour, and I know that as a young person, I thought $10 an hour was like an amazing job. But like, if you've worked for $10 an hour, then you will look at your OnlyFans check or whatever as a very, very different thing than, 100%. you know, and, and, and even you having like, you know, you showing up on set to make, you know, a thousand bucks for a shoot or whatever. It's like, that will really teach you the the value of what you're doing. And then later on, when you're making X amount of dollars from your OnlyFans, it will stand out to you as like, oh, wow, like I just 
got paid the equivalent of doing like fucking a hundred scenes this month. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I first started doing porn, like I shot my first anal scene because I didn't save my money to pay my taxes. Mm. So I was like, I need about 20 grand real quick. How can I fucking do that in this amount of time? Guess I'm shooting my first anal scene. And it's like, what are these OnlyFans girls doing? Are they saving we pay, money? We pay our taxes. I want everyone to know. Remember that meme about OnlyFans girls mm. not oh. paying our taxes? Just oh. yeah, nothing ever happened shot with that. Anal to pay my taxes. <laughs> nothing ever happened with that. They tried to act like oh, like all these OnlyFans girls aren't paying taxes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, who yeah, doesn't yeah. have an accountant? I mean, if you're making money on OnlyFans, you should have an accountant, right? Yeah, and I it, mean, it, I I doubt a lot of these girls know a lot of this stuff. Like, but if you're taking in that money, if it's being sent to your PayPal through your bank account, and you just think that you're not going to pay taxes on it, it's like, go right ahead. Have fun with that. I, mean, you know, the, I don't I, even think people know how much you're supposed to save for your taxes. Mm. You know, it's like they don't teach you this shit in school. No one tells you that. Yeah. yeah. That's you the crazy thing about the IRS is that you just have to figure have out to this, guess. this incredibly complicated math problem of how much money you owe. And then if you get it wrong, they send you to jail. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. So nice of them. It really is quite a thing, <laughs> isn't guess. it? Just <laughs> um, Yeah. Okay. So uh, I wanted to ask Riley about, for a while, you stopped smoking and drinking. Mm-hmm. Myself, personally, I had to stop smoking weed in the house because I have a baby, which seems reasonable. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. Why'd you stop and why'd you get back on it? Um, and we so... are going to smoke this wood after. Oh, yes, please. On the pod? No. Okay. Not anywhere near you. Lena doesn't like to be within a one mile radius of a blunt being smoked. It's been years since I've gone high. I'm terrified. You can't even be near it. No. If he walks by me, I'm smoking a witch. He goes, ew. It does smell bad when you're not smoking. I like smelling it fresh. Like, I would rather smell that blunt. That blunt smells good. Yeah. 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 But no, I, I stopped. It was like a similar kind of thing where I was just like going through like a weird headspace. I wasn't sure like what I was doing with my life and everything like that. I stopped doing boy-girl porn and everything. And so I stopped drinking and smoking because I was like in like a really down place. I was kind of like depressed a lot. I was just like sad all the time and everything like that. So, and I also realized like I was kind of an alcoholic where I would just drink like a bottle or two bottles of wine every night by myself. Really? Every night? Yeah, and I thought that it was okay because I was getting like some fucking bougie ass orange wine, and it's like all trendy. I've and... gotten orange wine with you at the at the bar oh, before. It's so fucking good, isn't <laughs> it? It is really it's good. It's so delicious. Years ago. Were you spending a ton of money on wine at some point? Oh, I'm sure. How much? I, I, I buy like seventy dollar bottles. Seventy? Oh, I, I know there's like million dollar bottles oh, out there, so I, mean, I just want to make sure you weren't. No, on I, I, I'm. I'm Probably will one day. But there's maybe. people buying like ten thousand dollar bottles of no. wine left and right, isn't there? I don't Probably, know. yeah. No, but you can get a bottle for five. So if you can get a bottle for five, seventies, kind of. Yeah. If you're drinking one a night, I'm spending yeah. five bucks at Trader Joe's, and you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't doing like box wine, but I, I wasn't even doing like crazy. I don't think I've spent a hundred dollars on a bottle of wine, but like okay. it was like between like forty to eighty bucks type thing. But it was becoming an issue. I didn't realize it was an issue, but I felt like I was like kind of dependent on it i was doing it every single night and like i also realized like it's like affecting my mood and everything like that so i was like you know what i'm gonna quit drinking and and then followed with quit smoking and same kind of thing like i cut i quit the drinking but i kept smoking but i was like i'm still like my moods are like this all the time and everything Mm -hmm. so i was like i wanted to be more stable and more coherent and like i also was like such a productive stoner i was like how productive will i be if i'm not stoned and like i was so productive and sometimes i've even considered like quitting again because it was like my mood was so good and so stable and like my just like everything about my being was really 
great sober and like being sober was like almost being high because I had been high my entire life. I've been smoking weed since 17 and never stopped. Mm. And so like, I was like, what is this sober life? Like, wow, everything's like crystal clear. And like, but I don't know, it was just kind of like where I was in my mental state and like where I needed to be. And like, I'm very, I'm very grateful I did it because it was also like the first time that I'd taken a break from smoking weed since I started. And so it was like, I don't know. I thought it was really nice for me to experience what I am a, like. A sober. palate cleanser. Yeah. I was like, who am I? I don't yeah. know who I am. Like, I've never taken birth control because I was like, I don't want my hormones to be fucked up and I'm not myself, but I'm fucking smoking weed every day. Like, mm. what the fuck is that logic? Yeah. I support that. And I sometimes dream about not smoking weed anymore, but I also don't know how I would ever go to sleep again because I just feel like. I don't like when you don't smoke weed. I would just be like, like you say, like you're more productive without weed. Oh, I, I 100% know that I would be way more productive without weed. But I think it would also mean that I would be like not able to go to bed until three in the morning because it's like. But for a while, don't you think you would adjust? And also eventually? like you have crazy dreams. Like when I know, you're, I when you're becoming years. sober, like you have, like I have nightmares, like crazy nightmares that I can still remember or whatever. And it's like your body is just like trying to withdraw and it's like insane mm. like this like pro like and like i had a trouble eating so for it was like maybe it took me about like three months to feel like a normal person again three months yeah jesus christ yeah it took me a while like i, I feel like you're a bigger pot than me now <laughs> i don't know yeah i mean but you guys are probably smoking for the same amount of time right i feel like she smokes more though yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I was like a heavy stoner for. I was yeah. carrying like a pound of weed, like a crazy person. I've seen you, you pulled out the Coachella dabs. with a pound of weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, okay. That that reminds me though. I wanted to bring this up too. The best thing we ever filmed was that one New Year's. That was oh, that the was last so time I got fun. really wasted. That was really fun. It I was, don't even remember it, but I I remember bits of it. I'm like I remember like throwing up. <laughs> Sucking then, your dick, throwing up, and I was like, Lena, I'm sorry. And she was also like throwing like, up. I don't, I don't care. I'm still sucking no, your dick after. No, because everything that we just discussed in terms of being professional and lining up OnlyFans shoots and all that kind of stuff, this was the total opposite, opposite of that yeah. where we went to the club. We didn't even leave for the club until after midnight because Riley's a psychopath who has to do her makeup until one in the morning. <laughs> and then we go to Club Live. Now, you guys had a makeup artist who was but getting we paid, you guys you ready. paid so much for that table, and then we barely used it because we weren't even there that long. I, know, I don't fucking don't but care. But then we go to the club. And whatever you, Gina, uh, and Abby were working on penis-wise for that night, presumably, just didn't work out. So it's like I'm the only guy left, and you guys are just like, all right, let's just we, – we just all – we, we, we started hooking up. We were just having up, fun. Right, because we weren't for... thinking about filming it, and then I started filming it, and it's like you guys are swapping back and forth. I'm not going to lie. We I'm were like, in the kitchen on the floor. We didn't even decide to move <laughs> into a bedroom. This all – took place on the floor of a kitchen yes this is how we rang in the fucking new year no 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 no, at one point it's like five in the the morning toys it's five in the morning by this point oh yeah yeah that's true yeah where are the sex toys gina goes and rings a vibrator that was really fun i know and when i look back at that i'm like that's what i'm gonna miss out on for the rest of my life by not getting drunk and doing drugs anymore but you know i'm totally okay with that i'm okay with that because i don't think my mouth felt very good the next day (laughs) no however we felt the next day was like our payback for how good we felt in that moment and 
you know, you just sort of have to accept that you're going to trade in some of the highs and the lows like, for something a little bit more. On the beach the next you guys you did. did. We <laughs> I had the worst sunburn of my oh, life. Oh yeah, you did. The other most fun time I had was at her birthday party. Where we, yes, where that's the other one I was going to say. We partied with you until like I don't know six or seven in the morning. That was a fun time. Oh, we yeah. just pulled up. It was the last time Riley's house was a fucking <laughs> Molly dungeon that night, and it was. We took crazy Polaroids. Oh my god, I know, that was a fun night. At one point, I think my eyes were like this oh you look I crazy i thought i was gonna maybe overdose i was like i need to chill that was another night though. i had like five mollies that night I you f- came to me and you told me adam took a molly you had to take one and he lied <laughs> you lied to her and you hadn't taken one and then i took it and i, I was like as fuck i thought he took it and then you started to be like come on just drink this it's like molly champagne and i'm like Ugh. yo that was another night where i really benefited be- from being like the only eligible guy there. there. I guess I can't say bachelor because I'm with you, but it's like all of a sudden there's like photos of that night and oddly it's the exact same girls from the night in Miami, but uh, (laughs) they're all just crowded around just going nuts. I mean, that was, I don't know. Yeah, both of those stand out I was actually on my lady cycle that night, so I was like, Mm. I don't do dirty things when I'm on bleeding because it's just not hot And that was a wild night too because I got to see Lena getting peed on or were you peeing on? I was peeing on someone else <laughs> who asked me to pee on them, I think. I but it was in a bathtub. We we're like, let's do this in a practical way. Let's go in the bath together. Okay, yeah. how do I convince my boyfriend to pee on me? Because it is, I am like having such a hard time. But are you trying to take it to the face? Or are you? Yeah. Oh, geez, I just think I it's know. so Is it funny. for your OnlyFans or is no, it? No, it's just for fun. Like, funny. It's funny. Me, it's is not funny. what a word I would use to describe it. I don't it. think it's like hot or anything. I just think it's funny. And so like, I want him to pee on me. So I'm like, ha But you know what's weird is that, okay, in my head, I just tried to imagine myself peeing on you. And I can, I can imagine it and, and kind of liking the visual. But I don't want to pee on her. <laughs> <laughs> the mother of my kid and even before that i don't you know i like i just don't want to pee on you but at you as that, like well, a, maybe that's why he doesn't want to pee on you maybe he would pee on someone else that's what i'm saying want to pee on bring you. some random girl over and have him it pee on be, her i would be so jealous if he fucking pees on that girl and not me then as soon as he gets done you hand him a cup of gatorade you say hey drink this i'm next <laughs> Maybe it's a sign of just love and respect. He if cannot. He You're me, too pretty. He fucking pee on me. That's what he I want. He doesn't see it that way. But does that worry you that maybe uh, you're, this new guy is not going to be up for every weird ass thing that you're dying to do? No, I think he's going to be down. We've already had a threesome with a porn girl. How was that? Amazing. How did it come together? Spontaneously or did you plan it out? No, I planned it out. And to be honest, I thought they hated each other. Because we're playing, I don't know if you've played the, the game Throw Throw Burrito. No. Okay, Not well, there's it. like this like little like styrofoam type burrito. And like there's like when you put down your card, it's like throw throw burrito and you have to throw it at somebody. Okay. Okay, it was like they were playing with each other, but like they were fucking pegging these fucking burritos Maybe at each other. it was other. sexual tension. I don't know, but I was like, I felt so bad. I thought they hated each other. And then like, he, like she went to take a shower by herself, which was always like red flag. She doesn't want to shower with <laughs> us. And then like, he took a shower by himself. I was like, another red flag. And then like, while he's showering, I was like, so like, and she was like, I'm sleeping over. So I was like, do you want him to go home? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, I was already ready to fuck you guys. And I was like, I thought you guys hated each other. Wow. But no, it was amazing. That's interesting yeah. though, because if you had a friend who was super annoying and I just hated her personality. And like you're pegging burritos but, but at her. That's the number one one of your friends that I'm gonna want to fuck at some point is like 
if she's really annoying, then you want to fuck her. You know, like if I like her personality, yeah, we can fuck this, whatever. But if she's really that annoying, let's fuck it out. Okay. Did not think that because I've seen you be really annoyed with girls who were at her house, and I feel like you want to fucking throw them out the window. But they were probably like we had either already hooked up or they weren't there. <laughs> yeah, for they're that. extra annoying after you've already had sex. Oh with yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> Lena loves hooking up with other girls with me because of the fact that I will just immediately be back on my like weed and poker, sitting on the couch <laughs> mode. Oh, you're like my... so unfazed. It's like almost annoying. He like doesn't care. I can walk into the living room naked and he's like still playing poker. I'm like, you are. Uh, I was to be like, yeah, just like when they're leaving, I like don't get up off the couch. I'm like, all right, I appreciate you. Good seeing you. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. Um, but, but it assures you that like, oh, he doesn't care about her like that or possibly at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt like they fucking couldn't stand each other. I was like so sad. I was like, oh, I guess we're not having a threesome. Damn. But you want that. You, you like if you're playing board games with your boyfriend and another girl, you like you want that to turn into sex every time. Basically, yes. So Riley Reed is Ashley. Yes. <laughs> They're not always, you know, the Venn diagram. They, they in, the, in the center, there's some that overlaps. A hundred percent, yes. I'd say, like, Riley is pretty true to my character. Mm. I respect it. Um, before we wrap this up, let's talk about you guys getting your Instagrams deleted and how oh. that sucks and how they need to follow y'all. The ads are on the screen right now, and we will be announcing at the end of this conversation that there will be a prize going to some percentage of the people who follow you guys on Instagram. But, Aww. yeah, isn't that shitty? Sucks. Really sucks. I mean, you've been through it a million times, so I feel like you're a little less phased than me, although it's super yeah. annoying. How many actually, though? Have you had like three or four Instagrams that were over a million? Uh, no, I've probably had like 12. 12 that, like, were, that were over a million? I've had maybe like five that were over a okay. million. But, like, a but you kept making new pages and they kept getting deleted like yeah. the day you made them. I remember that. Yeah, sometimes they would get deleted like same day and stuff. Why do you think it happens to you? Target. I'm just a target. I, honestly, and like that's a part of where I wish that I could like get a hold of someone on Instagram because like I realize that there's like certain things that I've posted that are against the rules or whatever, but I definitely feel like that there's like an overloaded amount of people who are just targeting me and reporting mm. my stuff that isn't actually like, it shouldn't even be deleted. And so like, I feel like that's where I have such a hard time, but like the worst part for me is just like the contacts and like the creatives mm -hmm. and like no, the no one sees your DMs and stuff. Now. I mean, literally, like I met my boyfriend from Instagram, so oh, it was like man. this is like a person who I may potentially spend the rest of my life with, who can maybe like I maybe marry him one day. And it was like I met him through my old account that was deleted, and the fact that like the fact that I can potentially meet the love of my life on my Instagram and then it's like deleted. I'm like, you're taking away more of like more than just a work yeah, opportunity. I know I can't like all the people that I used to have contact with that I want to work with. Like I can't get their information. I can't get in touch with them because yeah. they don't follow my new page and yeah. they don't see my messages. Cause I'm not verified. And so like, or I can't is, remember, like yeah, I can't I, remember everyone's everybody. At, yeah, no, it's true. It's really frustrating. Yeah, it so it's, it's not like those, like I bought my car off of Instagram, <laughs> right? And like, now you'll never be able to contact the person who sold it to you again. Yeah, yeah. how the fuck would you have their information? Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So there's like random things like that where it's like I use Instagram for more than just a platform for promoting myself and my my work. Like I use it as like a daily life thing. And it's like that's where I find certain restaurants. It's where I find certain creative inspirations or makeup artists or whatnot. So yeah. it's like to me, I feel like 
you're not just taking away someone's like work. You're also taking away like their personal life. Like I said, I could have like I might marry my boyfriend and like that's where I met the like my future husband on Instagram yeah. and you guys are just taking away that and, ability for me to like find love. And let's not even talk about the fact that you guys both like maybe at times have posted stuff that was a little edgy, but it's not like you're doing anything that's any different than 5 million other girls out there, including some girls who have way more followers than you guys and some who have way less. I think I became a way bigger target once I actually started showing when I was pregnant because mm. it's like, you know, I post the picture announcing that I'm pregnant most likes than any other picture on my Instagram. As soon as I start showing, it's like, oh, you're a sexual human that I want to just think of in that way, but now you are pregnant. And so I think I got like everything I would post after that got reported. So I actually stopped posting because I was losing tons of followers and people reporting me and then I got deleted. So before she got hers deleted, you didn't post for like three months straight. I hadn't posted since like on my feed since October. And then I had like done four days worth of stories, none with OnlyFans links and Mm. Just, I think they just purged us. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. But they got a bunch. They got Julia Rose. They got Trisha Paytas. They got you guys. They got Vitaly, I heard. Uh, they got, I don't know. I mean, we could keep going on and on. Girls that you haven't heard of. Girls that you definitely have heard of. I mean, it's really yeah. fucked up. And the thing that pisses me off about it is the fact that it doesn't seem like, despite the fact that in the media and whatnot, like, you know, feminism and women's rights, this is stuff that people talk about one million hours a day. And yet somehow the fact that Instagram just repeatedly does this to sex workers and doesn't give them any reasoning or explanation, doesn't give them any path to getting their account back. It just goes completely unnoticed by the media. Nobody Nobody treats this like what it is, which is really pretty fucked up. And I understand that maybe like porn stars are not the most sympathetic figures. Oh, you got a bunch of money and a bunch of followers. Like, fuck you. Who feels bad for you? But that is the wrong way to be thinking about it. And... I mean, like, it's just like, I just don't understand how this shitty of a thing is being perpetrated upon primarily women by one of the biggest tech companies in the world, one of the biggest social media companies in the world. And just, and the the mainstream media doesn't even give a shit enough to write a fucking article about it at Taylor Lorenz. I'm not going to DM her about it, but you know. Yeah, I know it does suck because we see so many celebrities who have, you could put side by side of our photos and, you know, ours will be deleted and theirs won't, even if we're not saying, by my OnlyFans, you know, it's just our existence. I've had the same problem on YouTube. I know you've had the same problem on YouTube. I could make the exact same video as a beauty blogger and her video will be monetized and mine will not be just because of who I am on Google search, which is totally unfair. I mean, like I get, I get you have rules and I get that they have regulations and I get that they want to like protect the platform and they want to protect the users. I, I wish that they would do like how, like if there's like violent videos, they have like the little like sensor with the little eye and it's like sensitive content. And I'm like, mm. I wish like they would just do that instead of like reporting and deleting. It's like if it gets so many reports and it's like it's too sexy of a photo, then just put a little like sensitive, like sensor, you know, click here to like view the content, like media sensitive or whatever. And like, I wish that they would just do that and implement that into their their fucking yeah. app or whatever. I just wish the rules were the same for everybody because uh, yeah, it's, that it was transparent the process yeah. you know yeah it's grimy but they All do have new Instagrams. Instagrams yeah and also <laughs> I would like this was my idea I'm not gonna uh, tell you guys to do this me and Lena discussed it but the video that we did together in the backyard uh-huh. in the poop shoot <laughs> no one's gonna wanna buy this scene now no, no people are. love it when you call it like the fart box and the poop shoot. Yeah, like, they know there's poop in there. 
Okay. Yeah, poop but comes out of the butt. Some percentage of the people who follow Riley and Lena's new account are going to get a free trial link to that video from their OnlyFans sent back in the DM. Yeah, but you, you got to tell me how many people are going to get the oh, free no. trial. I think that people should DM me on OnlyFans and say the word no jumper and I'll send them a bunch of free videos that I would normally charge them for. Oh, I like that, but follow yeah, the that's Instagram a good too. Idea. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll no check if you're following. No jumper with like a screenshot that you follow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like, sign up for our OnlyFans and then send us the word "no jumper" and then we'll know what to send you back. And and also follow the Instagram. But sometimes yeah. I see people saying, "Oh, Adam, I can't watch your podcast anymore because uh, I saw you on Pornhub serving dick." Well, this is your chance if you want to see an even more high quality version <laughs> of that that is not on Pornhub. Then you can go find it through this. I will not DM you back about it because my DMs are broken and I can't see any. Adam complains about this to me once a day, so please Instagram if you're listening, which you're fucking not. Fix your goddamn DMs. Zuckerberg, fix my DMs. I can't see shit. No, but somebody (laughs) told me you can go into Facebook Business Manager on your computer and view your DMs in there. Oh, I had my DMs were broken for a little like like a week, but now they work again. Really? Yeah. God damn it. Somebody was just hitting me up telling me that they have the same problem too. So I've I was at least like, all right, it's not just me. Anyway. Sorry, I saw a text from the nanny. I got distracted. I feel like it's important to text. What'd she say? She just sent me a cute picture at Parker, so we're Ah, all good. (laughs) And follow Lena.the.mom, right? Yes. If you want to see the baby. Or my account. She's so cute. I miss her. I need to go back home and peep really bad. You need to make one. Make a baby? Let's go freeze our eggs together. Oh, my gosh. That's hot. That could be a, a, a vlog. Fans in Freezing itself, my yeah. eggs with Riley Reed. Honestly, I would like to have a baby in the next year because I'll be 30 this year. We're I'm both like, going to be 30 within a month of each other. Yeah. And I was going to say we should go out with a bang. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Literally. Well, I'm not going to have Adam's baby. Just so you know. That's no, the bang. That would be really about. weird oh for us. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be on Mari. It would be weird. No, that's my, my, uh, my sperm Maury. is fried. My sperm don't work like that. As, as discussed previously, our baby is from some random guy. So, you know. I'm worried about possibly getting pregnant. Like with my new guy, I've found, I'm allergic to his cum. What? Yeah. How? I break out in a rash when he comes on me. And so, like, when I looked it up online, it said, like, there could be a little bit of, like, fertility things. And I was like, oh, my God. What like, is he eating? The one man I want to maybe have a baby with. No, he eats good. He eats healthy. He eats, like, my personal chef. You should go to the food. OB. That's so weird. Oh, I know. It's the f- All the 10 years I've been doing porn, never have I been allergic to some guy's cum. Now the fucking guy that I maybe want to marry, I'm, like, allergic to You know to what it cum. might be? Love. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a potion in the cum. It's love potion. There's an extra ingredient in his Oxytocin jizz. Oxytocin or whatever Love. That's what happens when I breastfeed. Oxytocin gets released. It's the love hormone, yes. Yeah. Oxycon? Yes. Oxycon. I really, 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 stuff. really have to pee. I might run Me off. too. I have to pee right now. Go first. Are you guys going to pee on me? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Isn't that so funny to think that we all did uh, we, we did that iPhone clip when we all hooked up in the bathroom yes, too? Remember I that? I fucking love that video. It's that so was cute. really fun. It it's, was fun. I like that too because we're both like giggling and laughing. My yeah. business has come a long way because I really cannot imagine myself doing that right now. Yeah, that bathroom was like some shit. It oh, was yeah. pretty gross. And it was why awesome did I, Why did I not even think about the reality of that like... I love that it was grimy and dirty. Are you kidding me? No, that but like for my employees, like if Laura had to overhear me hooking up in the bathroom right now, I would feel like Laura's I was... Laura's been cringing over there and being it's like... It's not happening. I can't put Laura through that. It's not appropriate, you know? I'm like, Laura, you can leave the building now so we could use the bathroom. Everybody out. Everybody out. We got to hook up. <laughs> All right. Follow them on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram if you would like. Uh, Riley Reed, Lena the Plug. 
No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Get yourself a kandama. Who knows? Riley might have one in her oh, butt shit. by the end of the week. <laughs> Appreciate y'all.